Welcome back, listeners. I'm Robin Black with Soul Healer 1777. Today's word. I actually was reading the, I was on the internet and I saw a quote by Albert Einstein. And it says, if you want your children to be intelligent, read them fairy tales. If you want them to be more intelligent, read them more fairy tales. And what I got from that is he's basically saying, read fairy tales, you're activating your imagination. And as imaginations, they're self-driven, you know, it makes us the creator of our own reality. You just have to be able to actually see, see the vision. And once you see the vision, you're able to think, you're able to think on it. And once you're able to think on it, you're able to think about it constantly. And then once you're able to think about it constantly, you're able to manifest it. And right when we get to that point where we're about to manifest it, that's where we start doubting. That's when we start allowing those distractions to get in. And it's always the closer we get to our manifestations. It's like that's when the silence becomes so loud. And then the louder the silence becomes, the darkness catches up to us. And when those doubts and distractions come, then it's like we're going backwards. And it's like we're constantly walking this tight rope. And you're trying to balance yourself when you're on this tight rope. You have one end that you're coming from, you're walking away from is your past. And then where you're trying to walk towards is your manifestation. But as you're trying to do that, the darkness comes up behind you and it just screams, don't look down. And as you get ready to look down, that's when you start wobbling and you're shaking. You're trying to keep your balance and you can't focus. But then you have that still small voice that enters your mind and says, you can do it. Because you don't want to fall. We're scared to fall. We sometimes don't want to accept the fact that we're going to fall sometimes. And because they say, don't look down, it's, it's teaching us to, of course, lead by faith, not by sight, because that's the way that God tells us. So the, the only way that I, what I grab from that is when, when we look at, sorry, I'm kind of stumbling. Um, when we look at, when we start wobbling and shaking, that's when we get, in that are we get in that activation mode of feeling like we're in survival mode. That's when we feel as though because of these distractions, we're ready to give up possibly some of us anyways, but instead of actually going into survival mode, we go into autopilot and there's, that's where the huge different lies or the huge difference lies. And once we're in that autopilot, we're just, we're just walking around aimlessly, just, Hey, I'm just in survival mode. I'm just here to get a check. I'm just here. You know, you're just, you're just there. You're just living, but you're not trying to reach anything. You're not trying to achieve anything. And that's where we have to try to come out of that. And that's why when they say seeing is believing, I don't agree with that. I mean, I agree with it to a certain extent because we all have to believe in ourselves and you all have to start somewhere, but I feel like we have to take it a step further take it a step further to actually knowing. So go from believing to knowing, because when you know, again, it leaves no room for any type of possibility, no room for any type of doubt when you absolutely know. So for example, if you, I don't know, if you're working from home and you realize that 
you need a new desk and you're at home. So you, you, you look on the internet, you're checking the internet, you're looking for all these prices and all these desks and you just, you see one you like, you click it and then you, you purchase it. And you say to yourself, oh, I believe I should be able to put that together. Then when it gets there, it, get, it arrives to your house. You see it. You see how big the box is. And you say, wow, I expected it to be a little bit bigger than this. But OK, that means it probably has some assembly required, quite a bit of assembly. So then as you open it, now you're starting to become doubtful. So you open it, you see a gigantic booklet full of instructions. And then now you see a million screws that comes out and you're just saying, okay, I thought I could, I thought I was able to do this because you believe that you could do it, but you didn't do the research. You didn't do the proper preparation. So then you end up giving up on it and you take it back. You send it back versus the other example. If you actually, you look online, you find the desk that you want, you purchase it. Then you actually do the research. Okay, you look at it's gonna I'm it's gonna take some assembly, and then I'm actually gonna have to put it together. I'm gonna have to put time aside. I may put two weeks aside, three weeks aside. And then you're realizing you're you're putting everything into place and you're thinking about every single scenario because you're taking proper precautions. You know that this is gonna take a long time, you know that it's gonna come with a million pieces. You know that there's going to be a ton of instructions that you're going to have to read no matter what. So you give you you prepare yourself for it. And just like if you reverse it, you think about, for example, that urban legend, um, Bloody Mary, Candyman or the Leprechaun. I can't remember. I think they said in the dark, you say in the mirror three or five times fast, Bloody Mary or Candyman. And at people our age well. I don't know anyone's age, but my age, I'm 35. So if you're 30 and up, you definitely know Candyman and Bloody Mary. So you think about that, you know, for a fact, it's not true. But there's something in your mind that still, if somebody dared you right now, for some of us anyways, told you to go in the bathroom, close the door, turn all the lights off and say Bloody Mary three or five times fast, a small part of you would just be like, no, I'm good. Because I know it's not true, but it, it could be a, a door to something else. I don't know. Maybe. But just because even though you know it's not true, but you have that small feeling like it still could be something else that may come out. That's just the, that's why I say it's reverse. It's just like having faith as small as a mustard seed because you had a little bit of belief. So it's okay that because you're going to fall, that's where that yo-yo effect comes into play because your imagination, it's self-driven. So as that yo-yo effect comes into play where you're believing in yourself, you're not believing in yourself, you're believing in yourself, you're not believing in yourself because you're allowing that, that doubt to set in. That's where you have to take it that step further. That's where you take it to the now I'm going to go ahead and take it a step further and know that I can make it because now I'm going to do the preparation. Now it all makes sense when God puts us through things, why he builds that endurance 
He wants to make sure that we're able to withhold the blessing because the blessing that he gives us on what we're manifesting, because you got to remember, he's the one who gives us those imaginations, those visions when we're out there daydreaming. God's giving us that. So as he's giving us that and he's building that endurance for us, this because the manifestation, when it actually gets ready to unfold, it's going to be so huge He has to put us through that endurance to make sure, make sure we're going to be able to, to withhold this, this huge blessing that he's giving us. So every time we're sitting at home and we're thinking, why me, Lord, why, why do you have to make my life so difficult? I just don't understand. That's how you understand. He's going to constantly keep teaching you. He's going to constantly keep building that endurance He's going to keep testing you. And one thing he also does is he tells you that you're going to go through storms, but he also tells you that he will never leave you nor forsake you. So no matter how often you shake and wobble and whatever, when you get off balance, he's always still right there, but he has to test us. We have to go through painful situations. It's just something we have to do. I mean, if you really thought about look, look at what Jesus uh, endured for us, for our, for our sins, would anybody just willingly sacrifice their child. Just, oh, that's okay. Just go ahead and take my son or daughter. No, you wouldn't. But because God sacrificed his son for our sins, yes, we're going to go through tough times. And we have to accept those tough times and, and embrace those tough times because we know what it's leading us towards. So when we think about the distractions and we think about the time that certain things are going to take, we don't want to do what's uncomfortable. We always just want to stay comfortable. And then that's where people come through and they say, you got to start being comfortable being uncomfortable. It's not fun, but that's how you know you're right there. So it's okay to stumble. It's it's okay. You're not going to just... Oh, now that I, I fell, what am I supposed to do? Because God's always going to be right there to pick you back up. But that's what I say all the time is history is not supposed to repeat itself. If it keeps repeating itself, it's because there's something that you're not changing. If you keep running into the same type of guys, you keep running into the same type of teachers, you keep running into the same type of jobs or whatever the case may be, or vice versa, the same type of women. That it's for a reason. There's something that you're not learning and it's something that you're not doing or everything. If you're sitting there and God's giving you a vision and you're thinking in your mind, I really want to be a firefighter. And then you let it go for a few months, you know, three months down the road, you haven't thought about it. And then you come back and you keep seeing nothing but fire trucks or something about anything that just screams firefighter keeps coming up. And you're like, man, I haven't thought about that in a good uh, four or five months. Why does it keep coming up? And you keep seeing it over and over and over again. You got to pay attention to things like that. You have to pay attention to anything that's repetitive in your life. Am I going through this for a reason, a lesson, or am I supposed to actually do something with this? Especially your talents. If you are an artist, a poet, a singer, whatever the case may be, if something keeps coming up, You have to tune in. You have to focus and see what is God trying to tell me? 
And that's why sometimes we have to shut off the autopilot. We fall into autopilot so many times we don't even realize that we're just, we get stuck in that routine of the everyday life and we get so bored with this. We're just over it. We don't want to deal with that routine and that routine life anymore. It's not fun. So I'm just out here surviving, but you're not surviving. You're out here on autopilot. Survival mode means you're fighting for your life. You're fighting for whatever goal it is that you're wanting to achieve. That's why you keep imagining things. That's why you keep daydreaming. Anybody, any one of us can say, if I won the lottery and the lottery was 300 million, what would I do? You all have a vision on what you would do with it. But then what, how would it change once you actually received the 300 million? I guarantee it's going to change for a lot of people. And that's why you have to just sit and daydream. Stop worrying about the vision. I mean, stop worrying about the distractions and focus on the visions. Focus inward. Focus on yourself. Who cares what whoever else has something, if somebody else has something, because that enemy, that darkness is going to creep in. It's going to try to creep in and tell you that you can't accomplish something, that you can't make it. You're not good enough. You don't look well enough. There's going to be so many self-doubting thoughts that come into your mind, but know that those are not your thoughts. Those are the, that's the darkness trying to speak to you. And that's why silence becomes so loud sometimes because that's where that self-doubt can seep in. But that's when you, right when you get to that silence, that's where you know I'm on this, this narrow rope, this tight rope, and it's super narrow, it's shaky, but I know I am going to make it. Just hopefully you guys can hold on to that. <laughs> and thank you so much for listening. Again, this is Robin Black, Soul Healer 1777. Feel free to call your book, your one-on-one, 463-269-5142. Thank you. Stay blessed.